I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Red alert. All hands stand to battle stations. Luck as foils and attack positions. Prepare for battle! Autobots, roll out! Get ready, it's your weekly dose of nerd culture. Always reporting. With your crew, Obi-John Kenobi. Hello there. Commander Scott. Amazing about it, I know this ship like the back of my hand. Julian. You tell him I'm coming! And hell's coming with me, you hear? And the Doc. Great Scott! Movies, TV, streaming, video games, comic books, board games, toys, collectibles, cosplay, conventions. If it's happening in the world of geekdom, we're talking about it. So lock and load, bag and board, and roll for initiative. We've got your... Nerd Alert! I will win this game of Silent Chicken. <laughs> Hello there, it's Toby John Kenobi, your favorite host in all of podcasting. Welcome to another special edition of Riding Shotgun. This time I am actually riding shotgun. Because Coxie, Commander Scott, is driving. Uh, we are on the road to... Am I allowed to stay aware? Is this a secret thing? I don't think it's a secret thing. We are on the road to Bowling Green. Beautiful, historic downtown Bowling Green, Kentucky. Uh, to do some shenanigans with uh, Chris. C- Captain Chris. Captain Chris. I didn't know what name he's still going by. As far as I know, I said it went by Captain Chris. It's Chris, other Chris, and why aren't you Chris yet? Oh, I hadn't heard that. Yeah, okay. All right. <laughs> the captain flatted himself. Uh, we are his planeteers. No, we're not. For <laughs> uh, <laughs> now, I want those t-shirts. <laughs> anyway, so we're riding shotgun. And boy, did we have a great episode recorded and someone didn't hit the record button. Well, we didn't have it recorded. We were just talking. We don't. We 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 we, we transitioned into what would have been a yes. wonderful episode had I actually been recording what we were discussing. We always record every time we sit in the car together. <laughs> just wire up the interior of the car. Yeah, trust me. I mean, you all missed uh, a good one, actually. That that'll teach you for not being in the vehicle with us physically. Yeah, and we're not going to try to recreate it because it never works for us. No, no, it won't. Uh, but it did spark some interest in a potential topic. We can sit here and we, we got plenty of time to kill. So we do. Commander Scott, we talked briefly about uh, toy lines. We did talk about toy lines. The life cycle of a toy line. Yes. So let's just shoot the shit about your favorite toy lines from your childhood. Oh God. Yeah. See, you you know, when it comes to... uh, I am very much entrenched child of the 80s. So my toy lines, you know... Well, let me me back this up. My primary toy lines. Okay, okay. You know, I am very much an 80s G.I. Joe, Transformers... uh, 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 Child. That's what I had. Um, but I also had, you know, I had well, some of the turtles from the '90s because uh-huh. uh, I was still nerdy enough to buy them in the '90s. Um, I had, um, um, yeah, that one thing that I can't remember. Oh yeah, the the, the Star Trek Playmates, ah. arguably the best Star Trek line of toys that was ever actually made. 
uh, I, had, I had several of those. And I used to take those, so I had gotten a hold of uh, a, 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 a VHS camcorder at one point. And uh, uh, I found out that the camcorder had uh, a setting on it that I could hit the button and it would record only like, you know, just a very small frame of footage. And so I used to use my Star Trek uh, Playmates toys uh, and stuff, and I would I would make stop motion uh, uh, fan films. As soon as you said camcorder, I was like, I know exactly where this is going. <laughs> so I would I would take my I'd take my figures and set them up or whatever, and, and I would hit and it would record, and then I would I would of course it would stop, and I'd reposition them just yeah. a little bit, and I would make probably five to five to ten minute things. Oh good God. Yeah, of, uh, well, I had to get them through the action. You know how it takes to get through the action when you're only moving them? Just very I book? do, but I, I learned very quickly in my animation course in college, I do not have the patience for animation. <laughs> uh, I tried to do a, a, a stop-motion project, and it it, it, uh, it took forever. Uh, it took the entire weekend to shoot, like, a 20-second clip, and I was like, good God, this is terrible. <laughs> well, now keep in mind, mine wasn't that bad because I'm dealing with action figures, not not stuff on armatures or anything. No, mine was action figures too. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, you were probably trying to get a little bit higher resolution of motion than I was because literally I would. At first, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> By Sunday, it was about three done yet? Goddamn. Like mine was 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 uh, capture the image, turn twenty degrees. <laughs> arm go from here uh, you can't see this, uh -huh. this is an audio thing so I gotta try to describe it go from far left to far right of the body so it was it was very blockish it wasn't you know so I was able to get it would only take me like most of a day to do one and stuff my concept was at the beginning of the video I'm shooting a bunch of action figures with a nerf gun and then I go to bed and when the lights go off, the toys come alive, and they decide to get revenge. So it's a bunch of action figures scaling down from the shelf, reloading a Nerf gun, and then shooting me with it. And that took three goddamn days to shoot. <laughs> um, do, do you still have that? I want to see that. Somewhere. I want to see that now. Uh, most of mine involve Borg beating onto the bridge, because those were the toys that I had. Fair enough. But I did find out though that having the the toy phaser and the toy tricorder and everything provided wonderful sound effects. I wish I wanted that tricorder so bad. That's a nice tricorder. I had I had a so the, my my proto Scott Cox, the, the friend in elementary school who tried to get me to Star Trek the first time and didn't take the first time very well. Uh, I got in James Bond. Uh, bless his heart, he tried, man, he really tried. But uh, he should he had the Playmates toys and the phaser and the tricorder. Awesome. I, I got the phaser. I uh, found it like a keyboard or somewhere and talked my mom into buying it. But good lord, in Freeport, Illinois, you could not find a, a Playmates tricorder to save your life, man. My poor mother called every store in town, and with that being, you know, Kmart, Walmart, you might have had a toy biz at that point. Yeah. That, that was about it. Uh, nobody had it. Well, I was fortunate enough. Uh, I had I had the Type 2 phaser, the Type 1 phaser, the tricorder, and the combat. Mm. But, so the Type 1 phaser, 
was like almost bigger than the damn Type 2 phaser. Yeah, it was ridiculous. It was oversized. Way oversized, and I hated it, other than the sound effect, because I used it for that, and it made a great sound effect. The Com badge was the same way. It was huge. Yep. Well, but, like a 90s technology. Exactly. <laughs> but, but, it was big enough that, that I could use it as my belt buckle for my uniform uh, when I went to when I went to school in uniform. Nice. Uh, so, because what I would do is it had that that molded plastic clip, yeah. you know, on yeah. the back of it. I found I could I, when I put my belt on, then then you know where the belt kind of slips back into the keeper. Yeah. I could put that clip, you yeah. know, over over that, and it would sit right in the front nice. and everything. Yeah. So, it was fun. Yeah, G.I. Joe and Transformers, you know, big ones for me. Dude, G.I. Joe is a solid toy line, and it's, well, it's one of those toy lines I don't understand how it ever died down. Um, and granted, I'm, you know, I'm with you, I'm an 80s kid, I, I didn't have the 12-inch ones until they came out in, like, the 90s with the reissued ones. So you say G.I. Joe to me, and my mind skips directly to Big yep. American Hero. Yep, those, those really small, what were they, 3-inch, three 3.5-inch? Three 3 and a quarter. 3 and a quarter. Uh, highly articulate for action Extremely, figures, yeah. uh, you know, and especially once you figured out you could you could make dead GI Joes because you could fashion a, a tool out of some other tools, uh, and you could un- unhitch the unhitch the rubber band and pull the torso apart without destroying the rubber yeah. band. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I inherited a bunch of my older cousins' old toys, so I ended up with a lot of those early generation GI Joe toys, like the. Um, Sky Striker. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I had a Sky Striker. Yeah. The original base setup we had, the original green Jeep, uh, the original green helicopter, which later on they re released on that Tiger Cambo stripe pattern that we had to buy another one of. Uh, but yeah, so I, I, I inherited a big group of G.I. Joe's from my older cousin, which is awesome because then, you know, we, we, we augmented it with. By the time I was getting GHOs, we had moved into sort of what's uh, what Retro Blasting calls the, the neon era of GHO. Oh, we started yeah. getting a little more sci-fi, yeah. a little more goofy. Because those early generations were, I mean, there was a little bit of, of creative license taken. And, you know, the names were different and whatnot. But uh, they were all at least originally based on real military vehicles yeah. and hardware. They were somewhat grounded in reality. I mean, you know, e- even the Cobra uh, Hiss... Was if you look at a, a the, the World War One like Vickers tanks yeah. and such that that's just straight up where they come from. Like you said, artistic license taken with it. Um, the battle pods, though, they, they were <laughs> they were very very on the fringe. Uh, I don't know what you would. Works into battle like your battle pogo stick. <laughs> uh, now we know why Cobra Commander loses all the time. So. But those were solid, dude, and it was, like I said, it was a great combination of uh, real military toy, but enough of a sort of sci-fi bent to them. Um, what was what was the one that had the what was the one that had the uh, the, the, the clear dome thing? It was like a, a, a jet skiff thing. It had the, the you know the clear dome for the cockpit. It was it was a Cobra, but I can't remember what it was called. I don't remember. Anyway, I've had a lot of Cobra vehicles. Well, those are those are straight uh, Bell helicopter, just with the helicopters just stuff stripped off of it, and jets because you know '90s or '80s. Yeah. Um, and my favorite, uh, one of my favorite GI Joe toys from that era is the Cobra single person helicopter. 
Yeah. Love those. Those were fun as hell to play with. Those I've mostly great. had Joe vehicles. I won't lie. Uh, I had I had, I had the Sky Striker. I had the the Cobra helicopter. I never had the the Joe helicopter, and I always wanted the Joe helicopter. God, that thing was so awesome. It was a straight up Cobra attack helicopter from Vietnam, and it was glorious. See now, that's the thing. If, if it's just switching gears a little bit, if if they're really wanting to make a go of GI Joe movies, you know why? Why are they not giving us the Wild Bill character, you know, badass chopper pilot, you know, that's doing crazy shit? This is an awesome character, uh, and, and he needs to be in there. We, we need a Wild Bill movie. If we're going to go down this rabbit hole, I, I, I am so, like, frustrated. I have not seen Snake Eyes yet. From what I'm told, it's not much better. Um, but how do you fuck up a G.I. Joe movie? There's two great examples. We know now. But at the time, I was like, how do you mess this up? It's well, so easy. It's so simple. It, it, it's, it writes itself. Well, what killed me when they announced the, the, the Snake Eyes movie, I haven't seen it either. I've just heard what I've heard on the net. And so I don't actually know if it's good or not. And I'm sure there's people out there that like it. And that's fine. But the thing with Snake Eyes is it's one of the more popular characters from Real American Hero because he has a... He has a badass costume. He's yep. a ninja. He has swords. He yep. doesn't talk. Nope. And no one really knows his past. Exactly. So they're going to make a Snake Eyes movie by taking him out of the costume, showing us his origins, making him talk, and demystifying him completely. Yep. The fuck? Yep. It's 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 the Wolverine uh, effect, man. Wolverine was a, it's a hugely popular in the late 80s and 90s when he came to the comics because all those same reasons. He was badass. We didn't, he, he, even he didn't really know his own origins. He had that air of mystery about him. It was right in that 90s era when being edgy was cool, and he got to be edgy and, you know, smoke cigars and ride around on motorcycles and have his shirt off all the time. It, 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 cool. And then what happened? We make Wolverine origins. Good. <laughs> Let's humanize him and, and yeah. demystify him. And here's his actual Spill origin. out everything for you. It, it's, it's the same with, like, uh, the thing about you is Hannibal Lecter in Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, he's only in that movie for like twelve minutes, but he steals every scene he's in. Yep. He's the most interesting. He's he's what you come away remembering because he's so interesting. He has such an air of mystery about him. And then we get Hannibal. Yeah, and it, that, that's the thing we do is oh, he's so popular. Make a whole movie about him. Like no, you guys don't understand. He was great because you he, he left you wanting more. Yeah, just like Jack Sparrow in their first Pirates movie. You want more of that character. Yep. He was so interesting. You want to see more. So what do we do for the next two movies? All Jack Sparrow. Uh, that's how we get to the third Pirates movie. There's literally an entire ship crewed by Jack Sparrows. Guys, you have jumped the goddamn ship. <laughs> I like free. I know you do. <laughs> um, I mean, if you're going to do a G.I. Joe real American hero movie and you want to bring people into it and you want to make it good, you want to jumpstart a franchise, uh, then you take uh, a secondary character. You don't even have to go to a tertiary character. Go to a secondary character and make that entire movie about his recruitment, the storyline that brings him into the Joes. Like specifically, let's take Shipwreck. You know, I mean, Shipwreck is you know he, he's United States Navy. Uh, granted, the movie would fuck it up still by making him a seal. You know, 
you could probably do it, but I, I wouldn't make him a seal. I'd just make him somebody who's just really good, but like a classic underachiever. So uh-huh. he's, he's just enlisted, and you know he's. I want you to remember everything you're saying right now. Well, so he, 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 he's just enlisted. Uh, I mean, he he, he he has the capability to be a badass, obviously, but he's just not because he doesn't care. So he, he flies under the radar. Hell, make him a mess mate. Make him a fucking cook. No, you can't do that. That's too close to the under siege. Yep. Screw that. Um, you also just described the plot of Battleship. So. I did? Yeah. How did I do that? Have you seen the movie Battleship? Uh, I think I saw it once years ago. Yeah. I was going to bring that up to you at some point. Because I got slightly drunk and watched it on HP Hook the other day. Okay. Uh, but that's a whole different tangent. No, I, I here's here's how you break the quotes of G.I. Joe, okay? Stop looking at it like we already have to have the Joes as a thing. G.I. Joe is a men on a mission movie. It's a suicide squad movie. Hear me out. Okay. What makes the G.I. Joe Real American Hero era awesome is the individual Joes. Yeah. So... Cobra is a thing. It's a threat. It's what we got to yeah. take down. Yeah. I don't know what, yeah. whatever the specific threat for the movie is. You can come up with whatever. They've got the MacGuffin thing, and we have to stop it. How do we stop it? What can we do? Okay, we're going to recruit people with skill sets we need to accomplish this mission from every branch of the military uh, uh, that we need to. So who do we need? Okay, here's where you're going to start your jokes. This guy, he's in the whatever uh, uh, Navy Corps, whatever. We need him because blah blah blah. He's in the Navy Corps. Sure, I like it. <laughs> we need this guy because he's got this skill set. We need this guy because he's the best pilot. Whatever you assemble them because there's a reason for them to be there with their skill set. You get them out of their traditional uniforms because this is not an officially right. You know, this is a black op. So strip all your paraphernalia off. And, 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 you know, we don't want you recognized as part of the military. So that's why you've got everyone's individualized uniforms. Because that's what every movie keeps fucking up. Joes are cool because, again, you can tell, okay, Shipwreck's the Navy guy because he's wearing a version of, like, the Navy crew he's uniform. The, yes, he's the, he's the village people Navy yes. guy, a sailor. Um, but, again, they're individualized enough that you put them all together and they stand out as individuals, but they don't look stupid as a group. There we go. Now that's a movie. Okay. Sorry, Shipwreck Origins. No, 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 no. Yeah, GI Joe, the Village People. The band is just a cover. They're they're a black ops unit. No, no, not going with that one. I'm, okay. You might have gotten that green in the nineties. <laughs> Oh, see, I, I, you know, and then you can build from there. Okay, well, we accomplish our mission. We stop the MacGuffin machine, but Cobra's still around, so we're not just going to uh, dismiss this task force. This is now going to be a permanent task force. Your codename, G.I. Joe, start recruiting. And we can expand on it from there. Uh, I am firmly of the mindset of uh, I would rather, and this is one thing I'll give Brian Singer for, credit for in the first couple X-Men movies is don't just throw characters in a movie to say they're in the movie. If they're not going to have a purpose and a point and contribute to the plot, don't put the character in there. So I don't care if we only get five Joes in a movie. If they all have something to do, if they all get character, you know, a storyline, fine. I'd rather have five really well done, developed Joes than a smattering of people just to say they're in the movie. Well, that's all you need. I mean, even in the cartoon, you only had three to five Joes in a storyline. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They didn't throw the entire organization at you every time. Yeah. Uh, 
But, I mean, I'd be fine with that. Um, I don't know. I mean, if you do that, though, I mean, uh, I, I don't know if I would want, I don't know if I would want Duke, because uh, Duke is still very much a leader person, so I can see him as the one who, like, uh, um, kind of puts the team together. The Nick Fury, kind of. The Nick Fury, yeah, Duke would be the Nick Fury. I know a lot of people do the whole General Hawk thing, and we got yeah. General Hawk in the thing, and, Actually, I didn't mind the casting for General no, Hawk in the no. movie, um, but uh, but a General Hawk could be brought in later, as you find out that General Hawk's the one that gave the assignment to Duke, yeah, type thing. That works. Um, but you know, I mean, you've got um, uh, yeah, what's ah shit? What's the other guy's name? Flint. Flint. Thank you. I kept wanting to go to Hawk, and I'm like, it's not Hawk. Uh, we just talked about him, uh, but yeah, you know, Flint and uh, Scarlet. And that's Scarlet, uh, Lady J. Um, like I said, Wild Bill would be your pilot. Um, I don't know, Stalker. I don't remember Stalker. Really? I don't remember Stalker. Okay. Sorry. I mostly remember. Uh, I think it was the comic book storyline. It was him and Snake Eyes, and there was somebody else all served together in Vietnam. The Stalker. He's, he's the the, um, the black one who wears the uh, like tiger camo. Uh, Vietnam era thing, but he was the uh, the LARP member of the group. Yeah, I, I never read the comics because, keep in mind, I came from a very rural part of Kentucky. We did not have a comic book store. Oh, neither did I. I had a smattering of comics that I randomly found in the grocery store. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's about what I had. But what I, the, the, the ones that I kind of got into from the grocery store was... Uh, they had a little bit of mainstream Marvel, but for some odd reason, they had a crap ton of Excalibur. I read a lot of Excalibur for a while. Okay. I don't know why. So anyway, now that we've fixed the G.I. Joe franchise... Yeah, no, I'm not done fixing it, <laughs> Okay. Man. I want to break the whole spot of this goddamn movie now. <laughs> uh, I need Jay here. I need... This has become... Uh, I'd watch that episode. <laughs> see, I see how it is. But no, I just... I, get, get, get back to classic original G.I. Joe. Quit trying to... to because the first one we tried to make it an international task force, I'm like, no, it's, it's called Real American Hero. Yeah. The, 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 whole, the whole international task force didn't bother me. Um, what bothered me is you get these, there are two primary characters, are, uh, it, was, it was supposed to be, was it Duke and Flint? Who was the other guy? Duke, and I don't remember who, which Wayne, what character the Wayne uh, was. Yeah, I, I, oh, he was, he was, he was Ripcord. There you go. Yeah. Um, but, you know, you've got Duke, who is literally the leader of the team. You know, in, in the cartoon, it starts out, Duke leads the Joes yep. uh, and everything. And, and I guess they were trying, and we, and we, and then you get um, uh, Cobra. There's no actual Cobra Commander. Of course, we find out at the end of the movie that yep. Cobra gets an origin story for Cobra Commander, yep. um, which was weird because... You have this whole Dr. Mindbender MacGuffin thing going on, which is stupid. And then you get... Um, um, Don't forget Duke and the Baroness were engaged. Yes, and, Duke and, and she's being mind-controlled. The mother of, of Mindbender slash Cobra Commander. Yeah, why? I don't understand why any of that was put in. And then you get... Um, uh, uh, you get... Uh, 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 Destro, which of course you know I, I like Christopher Eccleston, so seeing him as, as Destro with this awesome metal mask in his office, only afford to do 
the CGI metal face for about 30 seconds. No, I don't want the CGI metal face. What the hell's going on down there? A whole bunch of cops and one truck pulled over. Yeah. Um, I don't want the CGI metal face. I hated the CGI metal face. I wanted him to put the damn metal mask on. That the, his mouth does it, not need to move. It makes was a, a lot more sense it, than having a shitty CGI effect that can only afford for twenty seconds. Yeah, it was a cartoon. Okay, That's why his mouth moved. Here's what kills me: the sequel, right? Which is okay. We're gonna correct the wrongs of the first movie and get this franchise back on track, right? They didn't include Destro simply because they didn't have the budget to do the mask. To do the That's mask. the only reason Destro wasn't in two is we can't afford to do the mask. Putting a damn metal mask. Yep. Shit. Yep. I don't get it. Nope. I don't get it. I don't get it. So, I was so disheartened with that first movie, because I was like, wow, you guys really fucked this up. And then the second movie leading up to it, I was like, all right, this looks a lot better. This looks more like what I wanted. Maybe we're going to fix this. And it's got The Rock, and he makes everything better. And then I watch it, and I'm like, you guys are fucking it up again. Yeah. It's you, like, did, you didn't learn shit. It's like, hey, we're going to include the, one, of the, one of the more popular characters that wasn't in the first one, uh, Gung, uh, Gung Ho, right? Is his name? Uh, no, Roadblock. Roadblock, sorry. Yeah. Roadblock. Everything and say, oh hey, yeah, but the rock is roadblock. I can do that. He's got his big gun and everything, yeah. which he only uses like a couple of times, and then he doesn't get it. And then we're gonna, okay, he's not talking in rhyme. Why is he not talking in rhyme? But that's kind of roadblock sh- stick. Is, 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 he, he speaks in rhyme. And then wait, wait, we got Bruce Willis as the 1960s. Joe Bolton, because he's bald like G.I. Shut up. Okay. That was such a stupid fucking waste of money. Hey, you might have been able to afford Destro if you hadn't had The Rock and, and Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis, mostly. Well, yeah, but still, Rock's not. Rock's yeah, that was the beginning of uh, Bruce Willis's era of I'll do anything for a million dollars for one day. I can't blame you. He's still in that mode. I'll do anything for a million dollars for one day. That's why he's in all kinds of shitty movies. Because, yeah, you pay me a million dollars and I'll be there for one day. Uh, I'll do it. Yeah, but you only get him out of there for so long. As long as he can, I still milk it. Before you turn yourself into Ben Kingsley, he was in. Ben Kingsley has the weirdest goddamn career. Like, you look at him at IMDb and it's like, you know, Gandhi, Academy Award nominated, and. World were not dust me after, and then he's in shit like you know, movie bowl video game movie. And it's like, what the fuck, Ben Kingsley? I like Ben Kingsley. I like him too, but his career is just all over the goddamn map. I still, you know, I mean, there are some people out there that are just of the mindset, you know. I mean, I, I love. I love acting and I love taking it seriously, but it's also still just a job. If I get a paying gig and I need money and, you know, I'm going to come in and do the job, I'm going to do it the best I can, but... I give everyone one pass on being in, like, a movie, a bowl movie. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, is it shot somewhere exotic? Oh, okay, cool, they want a free vacation. I get it. Yeah. When you keep doing them, no, that's on you. That yeah, doesn't bother me. I don't know. But... Yeah. Since this has kind of turned into, you know... Let's fix the Well, not only... Really, well, it's, it could be that, or we could transition over to the other shitty thing that this happened. Nice. No, oh. the other shitty 80s toy line that we grew up with that became shitty movies and go to the Transformers route. I'm just saying. I know, but I was in a good place with fixing G.I. Joe. All right, let's fix G.I. Joe. No, it's fine. It's fine. We'll go back and talk about how terrible Transformers is. <laughs> No, no, we can, we can continue to fix that. But I mean, 
So fixing GI Joe. I mean, go back to real vehicles. Uh, yes. You, but, the, but the first movie gave us two real vehicles. Okay. Because you had those damn SUVs, you know, that that <laughs> that have these big ass guns that when they fold out of them, there's yeah. no possible room for passengers inside the passenger. I don't want that shit. I don't mean that shit. What I really yeah. want is again point I should bring up that, that those first waves of Real American Hero the vehicles yes they were you know given official names and they had play features that the real thing couldn't do but they were based on actual existing military vehicles I know you're trying to keep it budget friendly fine go out and find some Cobra helicopters put them in the movie and, and I'm not saying they have to be through the entire movie but you know while Bill's introduction he's flying a, a uh, Pat, Apache, uh, the, the Cobra Cobra gunship, and we've got our toy reference for for the the OG fans. And, hey, look, he's flying the thing. Skystrikers are still F-14s out there. No, they're not. Sure, they are. No, well, they exist, but they're not. They're no longer in use. The F-14 has been uh, retired. I don't care what's in current use. I'm saying they existed. Yes, the yeah, yeah, yes, so. I, I know. But what I'm saying is, if you want any kind of U.S. government support at all. Uh, you're going to have to use what's currently in use, which is why you go with the damn A-10 Warthog tank killers, because they were in G.I. Joe as well. Now, they had VTOL, and I would love to see an A-10 Warthog with that that, that wing flip-up uh, VTOL. I know it's not practical, but this is a move out. No, exactly. Yeah. Right. Make that a plot point. Yeah. Okay. But, uh, Cobra's got more advanced tech than we do. We've got to make what we've got work, so we're going to soup up an A-10 Warthog. I get. I mean, hell, you can even do an 80s A-10 montage to... to... Fuck, Scott, you just cracked the whole movie. <laughs> it's not said in current times. you got to do this as an 80s movie. That would be nice. you got to do it as an 80s movie. That would be nice. If you did, if you did G.I. Joe as an 80s movie and... You know, at some point, there's literally an entire scene where they reinvent an A-10 Warthog because they need something for mission parameter. That would be awesome. Because they're G.I. Joes. They, they, they go, they, to, to quote the line from the A-10 movie, they was specialized in the extreme. I mean, plus, you can get, you know, like I said, A-10s are still in service because they have yet to invent anything that can take over its mission profile. And, yeah, and uh, you you could definitely get the, you know some A ten flyovers, you know, provided you're showing the U S military in a positive light. You got to go through all their PR shit. I am also perfectly fine with not getting the support of the U S military. Uh, yeah, your movie and again. We can we can do without them. I agree, but you uh, it, it doesn't hurt if you can get it. Yes, but uh, there are so many hoops to jump through to get their support. Sometimes it's not worth it. I can agree with that too. What, who was it? Who was the filmmaker that followed the nuclear sub in the helicopter until it dived because he wanted to shot of it diving and he was basically trying to provoke it into diving? I haven't heard that story. Ah, I had to look that one up. Yeah, he just found one at sea or something and. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I want a helicopter to take me out. And he was just shooting, like, B-roll of this thing in international waters. And, of course, you can do that as long as you're not violating its airspace. That's right. fine. And I think they actually did get warned off. Um, and, of course, they didn't because they yeah. were still on the right. So, finally, the captain just, like, take it down. And he's like, fuck, that's what I wanted anyway. <laughs> I needed a shot of it diving. I had to research. Uh, Maybe Tyrion who did Hunt for October? It, I don't know. 
Okay. I mean, I don't know if that's the, I don't know if that's the movie it was or. or not. Uh, it might have been for Crimson Tide. That yeah. I mean, it might have been for Crimson Tides where I read that, but yeah. So, you know. But yeah, that's, uh, like, it, it, it's, I don't understand how you fuck up G.I. Joe. You even go back to, the, there was a great uh, animated, well, excuse me, it was a web series that then got released as a standalone movie. It's like an hour and ten minute movie, G.I. Joe. Retribution or something. That sounds right. I've heard the title, but I've never seen it. It's another R word, but not. uh, Anyway, they even did an homage to the cartoon where um, the Joe's weapons have uh, blue tracer, red tracer fire, and the Cobra weapons have blue tracer fire. Yeah. Like even little stuff like that. That's an easy muzzle flash CGI color correction. But the fans would lose their shit over that in a good way. Would lose their shit over that. Well, of course, you know that 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 actually came from the Cold War. Yes. Because uh, uh, our tracer fire, U.S. tracer fire, was red. Uh, Russian tracer fire was blue. And you know that wasn't accidental. That was by design. Okay. The reason for it? So you know what rounds you're firing and not the enemy's firing? No. It's so that the enemy can't pick up your weapon and use it because if they see different color, then you'll draw a friendly fire. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Oh. Okay. Well, I just say that. I, I thought I did. Oh, okay. Like, yes, it makes sense <laughs> to have different colored tracers so you're not firing on your own position. Oh well, yeah, well, it's not so much to identify your position; it, it's to to limit okay. availability of weapons to the enemy. They can't pick up your stuff. Anyway, as we all know. The battle is 25% red laser, 25% red laser. Yeah. 50% no one. 24-48. That's what the battle is. And then, when you end the movie, your end credit stinger has to be a corny 80s G.I. PSA. <laughs> this is your after-the-credits trailer. Your after-the-credits scene does have to be the PA. Well, the first one. You, has you to put be a PSA. Credit, yeah. That's your your setup for the sequel, and then your end credit is your stupid PSA. See, I go the other way around. I do the mid credits PSA. I go end credits set up the sequel. I don't care how you do it, but there has to be a cheesy PSA in there. There does. The PSAs are awesome. I only watch for the PSAs. Let's just embrace the '80s cheesiness that was a real American hero, because that's what that's the nostalgia you're trying to tap back into. Stop trying to reinvent GI Joe and just do what worked. Yeah, and don't do. I'm gonna switch back. Don't do like don't do like Bumblebee did, and only give us the nostalgia for the the opening scene of the movie, and then go full on yeah. rest of the shit again. You know, give us give us the nostalgia all the way through the movie. You know, and if you can do it sooner rather than later, so you can actually get Sergeant Slaughter, more power to you. Oh man. Yeah. I mean, he's not in the best shape anymore, but no. I think you could pull it off, especially in the training scene. This movie too. You gotta send someone to get trained by the Marauders. I still want to know. I still want to know the story behind how Sergeant Slaughter became a GI Joe. Like how the actual story? Yeah, because I mean he's a, well, actually both now. I want to know, you know, okay. because he, he was just a wrestler. Sergeant yeah. Slaughter was just a wrestler well, character, right? GI Joe got into the making real people uh, 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 GI Joe character thing. There was others. I don't remember. Them, I don't yeah. remember Sergeant Slaughter. Uh, what's his name? The the fridge. Became a GI Joe. Uh, football player. Okay. 
I don't know sports either, Scott. Don't so <laughs> look to me for third. I don't know who the fridge is. Sorry. Yeah, there there were at least a few uh, now, people who got made into GI Joe. Now, did did he play on the same team as OJ? And did OJ hide behind him? I don't know. See, then so OJ is hiding in the fridge. I got you. There you go. <laughs> no, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> but again, I could be wrong because I'm not talking about sports. Ah, see, I don't remember. It must be after, must have been after I stopped watching that the fridge became a GI Joe. I don't even remember him. I remember I don't think that. he was. I don't know if he was ever in the cartoon, but I, they, were, they were actual figures. Ah. Yeah. So see, Slaughter got put in yes. the cartoon. Yes, he did. With the movie, which I like that movie. I know a lot of people don't like Cobra Law, but I enjoyed Cobra Law. I liked Serpentor. There is no Serpentor or Cobra Law. I liked it. I was that fine is, with it. That is jumping the shark. No, no. No, that is, that is, we had to appease the parents groups because they don't like all the violence. Let's make the villains weird-ass fucking snake aliens. I'm fine with weird-ass snake aliens. I got no problems with that. That's I mean, fine. Not in my G.I. Joe movie. I'm fine with it in G.I. Joe, too. Nope. I got no problems with it. Nope. But the early episodes of G.I. Joe, though, were very firmly grounded in reality. You remember the, uh, the, the episode where uh, I think it was... Lady J or was it Lady J or Scarlet? I can't remember which. Uh, got shot down by Cobra and had to bail out of her Sky Striker. The Sky Striker went into uh, uh, a house and supposedly killed a family, and she was uh, uh, she was grounded. Nope. Pending the investigation. Don't remember that. Yep. Okay. It was a Cobra plot. No one was actually in the house. That makes sense. Yeah. It was a Cobra plot to discredit GI Joe. Ah. But, but yeah. I'll have to go back and rewatch that. Damn, now I want to watch G.I. Joe. Yeah, like the you're cartoon. Welcome. You're welcome. Damn it. Shit. Is that streaming anywhere? Probably not. Damn it. Damn you, 80s music rights. Making it expensive for us to watch our childhood shitty cartoons that aren't nearly as good as we remember them anymore. <laughs> so, your plot about Shipwreck. Yeah. The underachiever, right? Yeah. Uh, I was flipping through. I was like, I want to watch up that I haven't seen before. And I went to HBO Max. Well, there's got to be some stuff on here I haven't mind yet. So I go to the movies. I go to the action section. I'm rolling through. I'm like, Battleship. I've never seen it. I've only heard how terrible it is. Fuck it. We're watching it. Okay. This is the Liam Neeson's in there, right? Yes. This is the Admiral. Briefly. Yeah. Uh, so I start watching it. Uh, and the first 20 minutes is just the setup to our main character, who is an underachiever, uh, doesn't have a job, just floating through life, but his brother uh, is a Navy man, and he, he gets he gets tased and arrested by the cops because he breaks into a 7-Eleven to get a burrito for a hot chick who walks into a bar. Oh, uh, it's, okay. a whole, it's a whole meet-cute thing. Uh, and then, and then uh, his brother says, that's it, you're joining me in the Navy. And then we jump to however many years later, and suddenly he's an officer in the Navy. But he's still an underachiever and still, somehow still a fuck-up. Wait, 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 he's wait, a wait. lieutenant. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. How can you be an, unachie- an underachiever and a fuck-up who is... A lieutenant in the Navy. Well, yeah, well who is forced against his will to join yeah. the Navy. Yeah. And he becomes a commissioned officer. Yep. Because, I mean, yep. if you enlist, it's possible to become a commissioned officer, but it takes many, many years. Not just a few, many years. to, to you got to dedicate yourself to it. you got to bust ass. No, this is, a, I don't remember if they give you a time frame, but it's just like, it's just a we jump to later. Okay. Apparently, I and haven't seen this movie. That he's, I don't remember he's, this at all. He's engaged to Burrito Girl. Um, 
who has a name, I'm sure, but I don't fucking remember because she's that important to the plot. Uh, but her her dad is Liam Neeson, who's an admiral. That's convenient. Yeah, I know, right? And that's just the goddamn setup. We haven't even gotten into what the story's actually about yet. Yeah. And, and the only reason I recommend this to you, Scott, yeah. is because uh, I believe this is a movie made with the, the support of the Navy. I didn't watch all the credits to make sure. Because there is a lot of Navy hardware on display in this movie. Okay. There is a section in the movie where all their ships have been destroyed. Yeah. They're, they're screwed. Because what happens is uh, aliens come. Yeah, well, I remember that. I remember and they the, put the a bubble. Field. They put a bubble around one section of the the, the Pacific. Yeah. Well, it's, and there's it just uh, happens to be the same weekend that there's a joint naval war game thing with us and the Japanese military. Yeah. Which is just to, to shoehorn in one Japanese character because uh, their navy gets taken out right away. Yeah. Um, so we're fighting. It's navy ships fighting aliens. Yeah. Who also have navy ships. Yeah. For reasons. And. And also, because uh, I, I see, I, I remember the force field, and yeah. I remember I thought it was somewhere near uh, Hawaii. Uh, yeah, because the naval station in Hawaii, because that's where the Missouri is at. Yeah, is it the Missouri? Yeah, yeah the Missouri, and um, because they have to, they have to fall back on the Missouri because everything else gets taken out because Missouri is a battleship, and yep. the United States Navy does not maintain battleships anymore. Nope. We don't have them. We nope. do carrier groups with yep. destroyers, um, and it always because like all the rest of it I don't remember. This part I remember, and this is the part where I was like, Scott has to watch this because what happens is there again, uh, very convenient timing for this movie. Uh, there was a big ceremony before the game started, and they they had. Uh, crew members, original crew members from the Missouri there to honor them. So they're there on the island, and wouldn't you know it, all we've got left is the Missouri, and we've got to get her up and running again. So we bring in the World War II vets, and we have a stiff gentleman, I can never thank you enough for your sacrifice, but I'm asking you one more time to help us. And you've got the old-timers who are old, but still too young to really have been in World War II, I feel like. Yeah. For doing the things they're actually doing. Well, and, and, and the Missouri is a museum ship. She's completely decommissioned. It's she okay. Should, she should be demilled. It's okay. There's a montage, Scott. <laughs> and in a montage where time doesn't matter, we throw over, we, we, we get rid of the, the vending machines, and suddenly well, she's ready for battle Yeah, again. I'm not talking about the vending machines. I'm talking about the fact the firing mechanisms and controls are no, installed. No, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> we, we weld off the anchors. Uh, and we throw off the vending machines, and the old-timers come teach us how to use it again, and now she's a ready-to-go battleship. But why would you have to weld or cut off the anchors? You should just be able to pull the anchors up. That nope, mechanism nope. still works. Gotta cut them off, Scott. That mechanism still works. <laughs> Not in this movie. <laughs> it, is, it is this perfect shitstorm of Michael Bay Transformers bullshit. In, in, in a in, in a non Transformers franchise, even down to the way the shots are like when the old timers walk up to help the new guys, it's a full on low angle canted shot, music rising hero right stuff shot of the old timers who are somehow in their fucking duty fatigues from World War Two. In case you don't get the point that they're from World War Two, now it makes not a fucking lick of sense. Now, but now now. <laughs> Within, the hardware is on display. Within the United States Navy, there is one ship 
that is a museum ship uh -huh. that is still commissioned and maintained in fighting trim. And that's the sailing ship, isn't it? That is the yeah. USS Constitution. Keel laid down in 1792. See, I really felt like the, the, the parody version of this movie would have been the Missouri gets its ass kicked and we had to bring we it. We had to bring in Constitution. Yes. <laughs> uh, with a ghost crew. From... Uh, no, again, this, this movie is fucking stupid from start to finish. It, uh, it, it, it is, it's one of those, oh my god, this is terrible. But... Well, uh, the Navy hardware is on display, and it's awesome to watch. Well, when I was pitching Shipwreck as an underachiever who actually <laughs> is capable, I, I wasn't going down that much of a rabbit hole. I was just, literally, he's in the Navy. He loves being in the Navy. Basically, in all honesty, uh, take, uh, and I know I made the joke that it was it was under siege, but take that character... You know, not the actor, of but course. But the thing but that with Under Siege was he's working making, as a cook, but he's really the he, badass he, Navy yes, SEAL yes. guy. Yes, yes, he was trained as a SEAL. So take that character. Take okay. Chief Ryback. Just rename him, recast him, you know, and, and make him shipwreck. Okay. You know. Uh, and, and, in fact, you could argue that Under Siege is the best G.I. Joe movie we've gotten so far. Okay. I don't know, I'm just saying. You can try that argument. <laughs> I'm not going to. But, yeah, make that shipwreck, you know. I mean, you dress him right and you know get a get a get a character but going back to fixing it so if we do set it in the 80s okay yes. so so our Which characters I feel like that's the crux i feel and, like and that's that, that that's that's what breaks the yeah story. so yeah, yeah we'll, we'll do that Nin 1980 whatever we'll put it 1982 80 something whatever 80 something um so we're gonna have we're gonna have uh uh flint and lady J. okay because they, they were always a pair we don't have to have them be a couple but they were always kind of together wild bill yes who else that's three. Got to have uh, Stalker or Roadblock. Uh, I mean, I, I say you go straight up classic G.I. Joe. Do not put Snake Eyes in the first movie. No. No, you can't put Snake Eyes in the first movie. Get rid of him. Which is why I like Stalker, because you can tie it into Stalker and him know each other. All right. Stalker, yeah. Um, I like uh, Roadblock. And again, I don't think you need more than five or six. No, I want to go with five. every one of them needs to have a purpose for being there. And if well, you can't come up with a purpose, then you're out. Well, Flint Flint is the commander of the unit. He's, he's in command of the unit. I'm fine with unit, that. You know. um, Wild Bill is their Murdoch. Yep. Um, so he, he, Roadblock he, is your muscle. Roadblock is your muscle. You can call him your heavy weapons expert, whatever. Yep. Um, Stalker is your scout. Okay. Uh, or tracker, whatever yeah. you need. Yep. Um, and then, yeah, so we, we would need a fifth. Uh, uh, yeah. You I could do shipwreck as a seal. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, I'm with you. I don't. I don't love that. I mean, unless you needed somebody for amphibious operations, which I feel like, yeah, go for it. Because 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 again, you got to work in some cool vehicles. Or yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we could go with shipwreck. So so those are our characters. Now, now let's cast those characters. Okay. So, Flint. We'll now, keep in mind, we're, we're not saying this should be a movie made in the 80s. We're saying it should make it now, but set it in the 80s. Yes, yes. Okay. Yes, this is a movie made now, but set, set in, in the, the 80s. 80s. Set in 1982, 83, whatever. Um, so, uh, let's see here. Hell, I'm no good at casting. I'm just I'm just not very good at it. Yeah. My brain blanks on, this on is, people. This usually takes me several hours on IMDb to come up with cast lists. <laughs> We don't have several hours. I know we don't. Well, we do, but well. it's going to be a boring show. Um, okay, so... Uh, Wild Bill. Wild Bill. 
He, well, you got to have that. Yeah, the, the cowboy mentality. Yes. He wore the cowboy hat. He got the handlebar mustache kind yes. of thing going in there. Uh, mm, who could pull that off? All right, all right, all right. I'm, I'm, I'm casting the mustache here. Okay. He's an amazing actor, but lately he, he's mostly played. I'm not shaving this mustache, so this actor, this character, better have a mustache. Kurt Russell. I could see Kurt Russell as as Wild Bill. I think he's a bit too old now, though, to fit into the role. Unless he's just one of those guys that's just been around for fuck all, and he doesn't want to retire, and he's got enough clout that nobody can make him retire. If we wrote the character that way, because I, I see, see I see Wild Bill as more of a supporting character. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's called again, in from the he, time he yeah. yeah, and it's it's a role that's not. It's an action movie, so you. you you get Kurt Russell's name on the on the marquee on the on the poster, but he doesn't physically have to do a lot of action. He's in the cockpit. I can see that. I'm good with that. All right, cool. So we got Kurt Russell as uh, specifically because he's got he's got to grow the mustache out again. He's got to grow the mustache out again. And he loves big dumb hats because of the thing. So mustache and big dumb hat. I'm fine with it. I'm okay. fine with it. Uh, so Flint, what about he's our uh, he's our lead, right? What, yes. What okay. about what about Timothy Olyphant? He's older now. Oh, but now I kind of want Timothy Oliphant as is is Wild Bill because he does that Southern Cowboy thing so good. Well, but I'm fine with him in that role too. Yeah, yeah, I'm kind of with you. I like because looking at him from Justified, he doesn't do the the like because I look at Wild Bill and I think Texas, and and yeah. of course Justified, Timothy Oliphant doesn't bring across the Texas right. part of it. No, no, we're sticking with Kurt Russell. Okay, Kurt Russell. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't mind Timothy Oliphant. But I mean, you put Timothy Oliphant in that beret. Hear me out. All right. Hear me out, because I know you haven't watched Jack Ryan. I've watched some of it. Okay. Yeah, I watched the first season. I liked it. John Krasinski as Flint. Flint. Uh, John Krasinski in action mode is a thing to behold. He's likable enough. You can follow him as a lead character. He is blank slate enough. You can He's also got the comedy chops because this is an 80 movie, and we're going to play this little plug-in-cheek so he can, he can riff the jokes, but he can also fall off the serious. Fuck, you can even get him as a director, man. Have you seen Quiet Place and Quiet Place Part 2? I have Those not. Those movies are fantastic. I have not. If he's not tied up doing Fantastic Four movies for Marvel. Yeah. But... I kind of like. I, I, I really like Timothy Olyphant as Flint. I don't I, dislike that, and I love John Krasinski because the man does have range. But um, I think he could pull off shipwreck. John Krasinski is shipwreck. Yeah, uh, I, mean, I, mean, you know, I don't see it, well, but I don't know. It, it depends on how we want to play shipwreck. I feel like we still have a crack shipwreck. Well, but you'd mentioned you know if we just went straight up the the, the Navy SEAL route, the the amphibious you know demolitions expert. Okay, you know. Because that's one thing that I think that, you know... What the, was the, Shipwreck's actual designation on the Joe team? I don't know. I'm going to look, look it up. up. But that's one thing I think movies have given us uh, a, a very false understanding of what... <laughs> of how Navy SEALs work. Of how Navy SEALs work. Because <laughs> that could not be a show topic? Because we could bring up Green Berets, too. <laughs> yes. You know... Because uh, I could, I could see John John Krasinski, you know, in uh, in, in in a nighttime, you know, uh, bridge demolition thing, you know, introducing his character or whatever when he gets recruited or something. I don't know. Uh, Lady Lady J, Lady J. I remember she had that. Uh, she had the she had the crossbow. I think she's a marksman. 
Uh, no, the crossbow was Scarlet. Oh, it was Scarlet. Shit. Okay. What was Lady J? I don't know what the fuck Lady J did. Uh, she had green fatigues, and I think yeah. she threw a spear or something. I think she was a close combat expert, close quarters expert. She is now. All right. So she she is most definitely a close quarters expert. Oh, okay, okay. So so uh, I'm looking up shipwreck. Yeah. His original specialty was sailor. <laughs> uh, from, it, he was reclassified in '94 as a Navy SEAL. Okay. Uh, well, I guess I guess they could do but that. But as long as you put them in those blue World War II Navy fatigues for for some part of the fine, or you could even go the the Navy has that blue digi camo. I'll give you that. But you have to have the big dumb hat for at least one team. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. They've got to put them in in their thing at some point for whatever. Uh, and, and and the problem that you have, and the reason why the movies keep going with somewhat of a more modernistic uniform for them. Is it's the same reason that that up until recently, uh, it took comic book movies a long time to crack the code of how to translate the the, the costumes the, the costumes into real life, and you know so like if you went with uh, I almost want to go with some kind of a you know like like Captain America a First Avenger thing where, where we have no where we have the colors and stuff layered as you know. With layers here's, of, of again, items or something. Here's my point. I'm not don't, a customer. Don't overthink it. We're going back to old school original G.I. Joe. All those uniforms were variations on actual military dress. Okay. Don't overthink it. Don't over-design it. Alright. And I'm not saying they have to wear that one costume the entire movie like a cartoon show. Yeah. But at some point, they've got to have that on. They need to be in it. All right, well, that's fine. And, and I agree. They need to have their own each individual style and unique and look uh, and everything. So uh, so right now, we're, we're set on Kurt Russell for Wild Bill. Yeah. We're, we're still, I think we're on the fence on Timothy Oliphant and John Krasinski, who they're playing. Okay. We both like the actors. <laughs> and I, and yeah, we don't know yeah. who they're playing. Because honestly, and this is... A, Flint for me is kind of a blank slate because I remember the I remember what he looks like. Yeah, I, I remember fuck all about his personality or his character. Personally, I think he was just a field commander. I, yeah. I, I think he was second in command of the unit. He was he was under Duke. Yeah, uh, I I think at the beginning Duke was the overall leader, and if Wasn't you it, had a, supposed to transition to Flint with the movie, right? That I don't remember. Or am I thinking of somebody else in the movie? Well, in the, in the movie you had the. The Kmart Flint that was a new character that was the uh, fuck up because okay, okay. he had the beret on. Oh yeah, that's something. Uh, yeah. And it was uh, it was it was Lieutenant. Uh, it was Lieutenant. Hold on, I'll look it up. Shit, I want to say Lieutenant Hawk, and that's not right because that's General Hawk. It was. Uh, I wanted to say Hawk too. Falcon, Lieutenant Falcon. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Yeah, yeah. And it was a bird. Yep. Uh, that's another thing in the movie. No fucking bird characters. I don't. I don't want anybody named Falcon or Hawk or okay. Pigeon or. Anything. It's a very strong stance, sir. It is. <laughs> what a damn bird. Bold statement. <laughs> um, I just love the image that I, I was, and this is a nerd thing, but the, the, the bad guys are cobra, they're snakes, and, and, and hawks kill snakes. Hawks do kill snakes. Anyway. Um, but, no, um, so, yeah, Lady J's close combat expert, uh, or close quarters fighting. Yes, I'm, I'm cool with that. So, literally, I would say the, the, the well, I would honestly say the purpose of, of her on the mission would be actually, you know what? What if what if this is not I don't want to foil a terrorist plot like a like okay. a like a 
like a nuke or a, you know, a, a radioactive biological attack. I don't want anything grandiose like this. I want this to be a snatch and grab. Uh, a diplomat's been kidnapped. A you know uh, we have POWs. You know not, not POWs because it's not prisoner of war, but Cobra has somebody. You know, and we have to get them out. Okay. Okay. So our our cold open is Cobra pulling the snatch and grab. Yeah. And, and that's what puts exactly. the rest of the plot in motion. Yeah, and so she, so Lady J, being, you know, close quarters specialist, she is there, she takes command of the mission once they go inside. Okay. Krasinski is there to get them inside. Wild Bill is infiltration, exfiltration. And Flint is an overall command of the mission. Stalker is recon. Stalker is recon. Okay. He's on the perimeter while they're inside. There's your roles. And Roadblock is... Uh, Do we need Roadblock? Backup back playing when the shit hits the fan. He's the heavy weapons guy. Okay, cool. Yeah. Because you got to have that, you know, and his, his you know, he's, he's, he's you know, got yeah. an empty trigger finger, he's waiting to use the big toys, and there's a moment when the shit finally hits the fan, and it's, all right, Roadblock, go nuts. Yeah, and I want, uh, I want um, Luke Cage as Roadblock. Oh, okay. Uh, I cannot think of his name either now. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I want Luke Cage's roadblock. And I don't want him to whine the whole time. I don't want him going through the middle. No, we don't want the character. We want want the actor, yes. It it would be a G.I. Joe. Which is the name of my MVP (laughs) now, because I cannot remember it. (laughs) But yeah, that's that's who I want for for roadblock. Lady J, though. We got to cast Lady J. Uh, I mean, the first person that comes to mind is an actress, because she's already played the role once that that we're assigning to her, and that's uh, the girl from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. that's now in... uh, uh, Mandalorian, um, but that's okay. I think she's done Talking that. About, uh, okay, first of all, Mike Coulter. Mike Coulter, yes, that's your roadblock. No offense okay, to the Rock, but you talking about Fennec? Yes. Uh, okay, I, I know her name a lot. I can't remember because uh, she's the original Mulan too. Yes, she pulled the Disney hat trick of being in Marvel. Ming Na Wen. No end, yeah. Uh, she would do one. Are you ready to have your mind blown? She, she's already played the role. What's that? Yeah, she's almost sixty. Holy shit! I know, right? Really? Yeah. Damn. I know, right? I hope I'm anywhere near that good of shape when I'm almost sixty. Yeah, she, she pulled. His, she's a Disney princess, and she's in Star Wars, and she's in Marvel, technically. Yeah, yeah. But. Uh, uh, so it was because um, we got Lady J in the second G.I. Joe movie. Who played her? I uh, cannot remember her name. Give me one sec. Well, that's fine. You, you just yeah, go ahead and pull that up. Um, but yeah, I like so I like that. Uh, so we've got all the roles. We know what everybody's doing. Uh, we know what the plot is. You know who I want the villain to be? Adrian Palicki. Adrian. Probably don't know her. Adrian. I know that name. She was in Agents of Shield as well. She yeah, she's uh, uh, Bobby Morris. Yeah, she's the uh, she's the XO on. Um, uh, oh yeah, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, Orville. <laughs> yeah, the Orville. Yeah, Orville Redenbacher. Yeah, yeah. I don't like her as Lady J. Don't like her as Lady I, J. I wasn't saying recast her in the role. I was just yeah. trying to think of who's already played it. Yeah. No. No. Originally, I was going to say, I, I, you know who I want the the the, the, the villains to the, the villain to be? Cobra. Well, Cobra's the villain, oh, okay, but who yeah. the face of Cobra <laughs> is? 
Yeah. Well, there's no Cobra Commander? Nope. No, I didn't mention of Cobra Commander. Well, fuck you. Yeah. Fuck Cobra Commander. He, fuck you. Not in this movie. Yes, no, he no, is. No, no, he's not. No, he's God, not. No, 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 yes. no, no. It's the twins. Tomax and Zane. Oh, get fucked. Yeah, twins. Yeah, twins. Get right out of here. Nah, give me the damn twins. Get out of here. Twins. Nobody wants that shit. Everybody wants the twins. Nobody wants that. Zartan, Zartan is one. Not Zartan. We got Zartan. That's the, uh, no, no, shit. no, that's not what I wanted. The, uh, the, the biker guy. The biker guy. The who ran. Ah, he on. ran with Zartan, right? I thought so. Nah. Screw that. We want no. the twins. Tomax no. and Zaymont. No, yep. we don't. Yep. Because no. they are the ones behind the plot to kidnap whoever it is. Uh. They're legitimate businessmen, so they can't attack them face on. You've got this, you've got a beautiful, wonderful uh, cover with them, and then, you know, at the end of it, then we can reveal more Cobra after that, but I want Tomax and Zaymont. Nope. Yep. Nope. Yep. Not in my movie. Well, <laughs> fine. <laughs> <laughs> Agree to disagree. You want to make a GI Joe movie without Cobra Commander? The yes. Wrong with yes, you. I do. We fight. No, this is our third chance to finally get the character right. Yes, and we shouldn't just jump straight into it. I'm not saying he should be. Okay, yes, I am saying he, he should at least bookend the movie. Yes, so he's not the primary villain that they're facing in this movie. I mean, he could be there. I got no problem with him being in the movie, but he's there doing his own thing. He's, yeah, no. You know, somebody yeah, else okay, is running okay. this off. Fine. Okay. Okay. You know, some of the, you know, I mean, I wouldn't even be fine with Destro running this op, but uh, once again, we've already got Destro, and, and I'd like to save him for something else. I think I think a snatch and grab, a kidnap, ransom plot to get funding, because that was the whole part. That was, that was Tamot, <laughs> Tamot, Tomax and Zamot's uh, thing, was they were the financials for Cobra. Fine. I can see them running this. You put Destro back in because he's the weapon supplier. Again, he doesn't have to be the. Uh, main antagonist, but you put you put all put all the elements together, and we can tie them together at the end of the film. Now that they've all been exposed as working with Cobra, now they had to go back to Cobra. Yeah, I'm fine with. And that's why we had to put the Joe team together, because it's all this all has to be off the books. Because we can't officially go after Tomax and Zebulbuger or whatever his name is. Zaymot. Yeah, whatever. We can't go after them officially because they're upstanding citizens and blah blah. So this whole thing's off the books. Yeah. And that leads us to where they get their weapons from. Destro. Well, actually, again, that, we probably, that probably could be why they pulled the job in the first place is because they're trying to, they're, they're, they're financing them. Uh, they're financing yeah, yeah. We'll Cobra a, Commander's okay. next operation. So we'll do a follow the money plot that gets us to Cobra yeah. on Cobra Island, and that's where they're keeping the diplomat, and then we have to have a Rick Ray on Cobra Island. Yep. 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 Is Cobra Island the main base for Cobra? Because I don't want them assaulting the main base of Cobra. I want them assaulting a facility of Cobra. It is for this movie. Uh, well, yeah, for this movie, it's the main location. Fine. But it's not like where Cobra Commander At the Commander end of the movie, is. when Cobra Commander gets away, because he has to get away, because it's Cobra Commander, um, <coughs> we can transition to a different base for the next movie. Um, but you know how long it was before I realized that Tomax, uh, Tomax and Zamot is the same name, just reversed Took me forever to figure that one out. Uh, sorry, I'm getting text messages. Uh, yeah, I don't give a shit about the twins. So, how don't you? What was wrong with the twins? They're stupid. They're what, not. What do they actually do besides make stupid puns? Well, and, what does Zartan actually do except turn black in the sun? He's got a skin condition. Who? He looked cool. They were acrobats. They fought cool. Mm, okay. 
I like the twins. I'll let you have the twins, okay? God, get over it. <laughs> Tiamat and Zebelbooger or whatever. <laughs> Tiamat and Zebelbooger. Yeah, whatever. Ride a shotgun with Tiamat and <laughs> Zebelbooger. Write that down. Are you Tiamat or Zebelbooger? All of it. You tell us, folks. <laughs> Who's who? Oh, how long have we been on the air now? I don't know. Where, where, where are we at on our minute? Uh, we are at an hour and four minutes. That's actually not bad. Oh. All right, so so this this went from toys to why we hate the G.I. Joe to movies fixing to, to fixing G.I. Joe, Joe to, 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 to I'd watch this. <laughs> Except he might not because it's got Tomax and Zaymon in it. Uh, uh, whatever. But, <laughs> I'll let it go. It's, it's the 80s. We can play up that whole uh, yuppie businessman angle. It's fine. We can. And, and but they have to have matching but color swap suits yes, like matching, what has the, yep, yep. the blue suit with the red tie and what has the red suit yep. with the blue tie yeah we have to go full on with going. it yep, yes. yep, yep. and one actor okay no, I don't I don't want to cast actual twins I want one actor playing both roles you're going to pull a Winklevoss I like it okay. I don't know what that means <laughs> the movie The Social Network I've not seen it okay the, do you know who the Winklevoss twins are no okay the, the guys who claimed that they really created Facebook and, and what's-his-name stole the idea from them. Okay. They, they cast one, they cast Army Hammer, one actor to play both twins. Actually, Maybe. Army Hammer would probably... Fine casting is, is Zeebel Booger and uh, Tiamat. and Zeebel Booger. I'm fine with that, too. Sorry, I had to take a drink. Oh. Hmm. Uh, let's see here. Uh, da, 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 da. Cobra Commander. Um, bring back the voice actor? Yeah. All you're casting is the stand-in for the voice actor to come back. Yep. Uh, was it Frank Walker? Uh, I want to say yes. Because say what you will about Frank Walker, that man still sounds like he did in the 80s. Oh, his, yeah. His stuff is awesome. Um... And uh, you know what? Screw uh, you know. I, I want unknown. I want an unknown as Destro as well because I don't want to see him outside the mask. Okay. I don't want him outside the mask. I don't want a damn CGI mask. His mouth does not have to move. We can literally just put him in a stylized metal mask. You know. Okay. I'm fine uh, with that. The, the, the Christopher Collins was the American actor. That's how I was the voice of Cobra Commander. Well, not Frank Walker, but we can do Frank Walker. Yeah, he could probably pull it off. Frank Walker can do anything. Uh, let's see here. Uh, da, 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 da. Well, you know what? Uh, that wouldn't work. I was going to say, if we were going to get Frank Walker to do uh, voice of uh, Cobra Commander, then we could get uh, Peter Cullen to voice over Destro. Well, okay. We're going to have to get with somebody else. Christopher Cullen died in 1994. Oh, the voice of Cobra Commander? Yeah, so. Oh. <sighs> Okay, uh, let's see here. So we still have to cast Lady J. We haven't cast her yet. Uh, we still haven't figured out. We haven't decided on Flint and Shipwreck yet. We've got... Uh, what do you think of... Um, uh, shit, I forgot names. Give me one second. Hold on. Yes. Uh, oh, Okay. Saw this uh, billboard there that said "Next Day Metal," and I thought it had something to do with like a metal band or something. And I, but it was uh, 
it was uh, storage lockers. What do you think of Ronda Rousey as Lay J? Ronda Rousey. Do we have a pick? MMA uh, fighter. Uh, Hold on. You know what? She's an MMA fighter. She went to WWE for a while. She's been doing some more acting. You know what? We've already got several names in this, and I think we may have too many names in this. I'm, I, I'm, I'm casting Ronda Rousey because she's believably a badass. All right, let's do it. Do we have any, are you going to pick yet? I'm working on it. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You put her in those green fatigues and everything, get a little attitude on her face. Yeah. Because Lady J is a strong female. She's got, she's got the hair, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's definitely. She started doing some acting. Yeah, yeah, I got that. Yeah, that, that's that that's spot on. Uh, and so yeah, I, I think we may have too many names. Kurt, Kurt Russell, I still like. Uh, but I don't think uh, we have that many big names. Really? I, I know you. We like them, but I don't think Timothy Oliphant is that big of a box, box office grab. Okay, well, then if as long as they're not going to break, as long as they're not going to break the obvious budget which we have, it's fine. <laughs> Uh, let's see here. So we got them. So Krasinski and Oliphant. We haven't cast Stalker yet either. We haven't cast Stalker yet. To be honest, I don't remember what Stalker looks like. Yeah, right now, yeah. Right now, just because of the the age difference, I'm still leaning toward Oliphant and Split. And he can really pull off that surly, you know, kind of. No, series. again, yeah. I I don't like that. I I don't dislike that casting. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I'm, 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 I mean, I think uh, I think we should pencil that one in, uh, and I think Krasinski can do uh, can do shipwreck depending on how he plays him. I'd, I'd be really curious to see how he plays him. Oh, stalkers are scout. I'm trying to find a decent picture. We have a well, they, they, they keep showing me the toy, and I'm looking for like the cartoon. Hold on, let me specify my Google search image. I don't know. Oh, I haven't been down this way in a long time. Oh yeah, I remember him. You know who would have been perfect for that? Carl that... Weathers. Oh yes, he would. But that's not who I was thinking of. Okay. Uh, I was thinking Chadwick Boseman, but he's not available anymore. Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan. The bad guy from Black Panther. Oh yeah, he would make a good stalker. He would make a good stalker. He was in. Um... Oh shit! What was that? It was the uh, Amazon Tom Clancy movie, Without Remorse. I did not see that one. It was a decent movie. He's he's great as an action star. And he can grow the mustache out. And awesome. he's another one of those recognizable name without costing you a fortune kind of people. Yeah. By God, I like it. So we've cast G.I. Joe. We've got the plot. We've cast the bad guys. Uh, it's, a, it's a covert mission, so yes. we don't need a lot of stuff for uh, the... The, the biggest vehicle we need is the is Wild Bill's helicopter. Yep. Of course, now, here here's the rub. We're yeah. going to we're gonna have to change it from a Cobra. No, no, yeah. Be, uh, be, the Cobra just needs to be there for when they go to pick him up as his introduction. Yes, because for the mission, uh, he would probably have to be, be a, a Blackhawk. Yeah. 
because he'd have to be able to drop off. Uh, well, now we're staying in the eighties, so oh yeah, the Black It had Hawks to be a souped-up Huey. It right? had to be a Huey, yeah. Which was, hey, now we're even more budget conscious. Yes, I'm fine with that. Yeah, he'd have to be in a in a Huey. Um, so with a roadblock on the door gun. Oh and, God, and, roadblock on the door and, gun. And at one point, right, the roadblock has to go in, so the door yeah. gun gets taken off the door. Yeah, he just, he and just, now just he's got it. He just unhooks it, takes the door yep. gun with him. God, God, I love that shit. Yeah, because they, because they drop him off, and then they get out of there. So they drop him off at the LZ. The team makes its way in. Yeah. Uh, uh, and everything, they, they they go inside. They do the thing. At some point, we got to have the twist where the shit's got to go sideways. Yep. that's the only way. So basically, Wild Bill can't get close enough. So yeah. Roadblock has to go in. Well, Wild Bill gets Roadblock back to the LZ, and he takes the gun with him. Or actually, they're probably waiting at the LZ, and they're late for something. He's like, "Fucking, I'm going after him," you know. Uh, but in more less. Yeah, right. In more rhyme more form. More PG-13. Yes, more rhyme form. <laughs> and uh, so he just takes the gun, and Wild Bill's like, where are you? Get back. Up. Damn it. And he, then he has to take back off, because we've yeah. got to have an aerial dogfight for him. So it's going to be a hot X-Fill. But, yeah. And, of course, we put the we put the 80s tracer rounds in there. Yes. we got all kinds. It's a, it's a night fight. It's more, more, more or less a night op. So, yeah. There's a fucking G.I. Joe movie. See, you were able to do a... I'd watch that. You didn't need James. I can do it, too. I didn't mean to imply that you weren't good. (laughs) (laughs) It was simply a, I wish Jay was here. (laughs) It's good as Jay. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I would definitely watch that. That'd be a fun movie. So you need to watch Battleship when you go home. Uh, no. No, it's terrible. No, but when I go home, well, I might, at I might, some point. I might try to find uh, G.I. Joe again, though. I know. Uh, let me look up. What was that animated? Uh, oh, yeah. It came that. out around the same time as the first movie. It was so much better. Uh Yeah, that would be fun. Now I still remember, remember the uh, remember the episode of GI Joe where uh, uh, shipwreck was on the flag when he got attacked and he got uh, he got knocked unconscious in the thing and he woke up um, uh, like twenty years in the future with uh, no memory of what had happened since the battle. I do not. Yeah, uh, it turned out big surprise. It was a Cobra plot. They they had him in like a stage and everything and you know they were they were trying to get him to reveal uh, secrets about the Joes and stuff. So GI Joe Resolute. Resolute. That I will definitely. Be it watching. was an eleven episode uh, uh, internet series in two thousand nine that I think the final runtime is just under an hour still because they were shorts. Yeah. So now the, that was fantastic. So now, now the question becomes. Can we make this as a fan film? No. Why not? We have to get the rights for G.I. Joe. Without the G.I. Joe oh, stuff okay. over it. You well, know. if you're not going to make it, if you're not going to put the G.I. Joe paint, coat of paint on it, you're just making an 80s throwback action movie. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's, yeah. yeah, that, that we, we can make. We just call them, we just call them different ones. Like, you know, uh, you know, in, 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 instead of Flint, we call him Shale. You know, 
uh, Lady J. We call her Lady K. Uh, now you're making Kmart knockoffs, yeah, Joe. <laughs> yes, I am. Wow. <laughs> See, it's something else that needs to be made. GoBots. GoBots will give you. GoBots at least has its own storyline. <laughs> oh, we just missed Dinosaur World. Oh. Man, they repainted that T-Rex. It used to be uh, ghastly yellow. One of the worst placed advertising billboards ever. You just missed it. Because it has to be on their land, and their land is past the exit. Yep. I do want to go there sometime, though. Eh. I just love being on dinosaurs. They don't do anything for me. They just turned oh. out to be some kind of big lizard. Sorry. It's okay. All right. So are we, uh, are we finished with uh, I fixing think, I think Joe? that's uh, So let us know if you'd watch our G.I. Joe 80s throwback movie. We're not done. Oh, we're not done. Okay, We sorry. haven't titled it. G.I. Joe. Now. Yep. Now. 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 It's going to be G.I. Joe something. I'm, I'm a firm believer in the G.I. Joe something because... Because I don't like the movies just titled G.I. Joe. Just Star okay, Trek. Okay. Just whatever. We're not going to call it Rise of Anything. No, nope, Or nope. Dawn of yep, Anything. No, nope, no, nope, nothing the like that. Or Origins is not allowed in nope. the movie. <coughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to strike those out right now. Yep, yep, nope, yep. I, I agree. Uh, nope. G.I. Joe Operation something? Mm. It's not G.I. Joe Begins either? No, no, no. Uh, we might have to put a pin in this one. I'm, I'm coming up blank. It needs to be some kind of military terminology. Uh, G.I. Joe behind enemy lines. G.I. Joe sweeping clear. G.I. So fuck you to the other movies that have subtitles. You just call them G.I. Joe. See, but once something is established as a franchise, and even if the movies haven't been, and this has no tie-in to the other movies, uh, G.I. Joe is still established as a franchise, just like Star Trek is established as a franchise. And I did not like the 2009 movie being just called Star Trek, uh, because nobody refers it to that way anytime you talk about it it's always Star Trek 2009 because you have to preface it with something otherwise nobody knows what the fuck you're talking about because the original series was just called Star Trek I gotcha so if, you, if anybody says hey did you see G.I. Joe yes I love that cartoon that's what they're going no 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 uh, G.I. Joe 2021 oh okay no no see 2021 becomes your default subtitle and I don't like that okay so G.I. Joe Park City the real G.I. Joe. Uh, just don't call it... The, just don't follow the Predator series. So don't call which it... Which is the second worst named series of movies. So Predator is Predator. Yep. Predator 2. Yep. So far so good. Predators. Yep. A little wonky, but okay. The Predator. Okay. So we can't call it The Joes? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, 
the worst named series of films in all time is, is Rambo. The first movie is called First Blood. First Blood. Because it's an adaptation of a novel called First, first Blood. Blood. Yep. And right away, we start with Rambo, First Blood Part 2. Okay. A little wonky, but I like, sure. I like okay. that title. Okay, it's yeah. still... It's because that's you know, we refer to it as Rambo. Cool, but it's actually for Clover too. Cool, fine. Then where it all goes downhill is the next movie is called Rambo Three. Yep, we don't get which First is Blood really Part Three. Rambo Two, First Blood Part Three. Yes, but it's just called Rambo Three. Yes. Then we get the fourth Rambo movie, which is just called Rambo. Rambo. Depending what market you live in, it had some weird uh, subtitle, but just Rambo. And then you get the latest one, which is a fucking abomination and shouldn't be part of the series at all, Rambo, Last Blood. Or just Last Blood. But should have been the subtitle for the fourth movie, which should have been the last movie. Yeah. But we made a fifth one. What about G.I. Joe, Dust Off? I love the double meaning that that gets. It's kind of like Spider-Man Homecoming. I, I like that. I'm not sure if people would get it, but I kind of like it. That's a working title. That's off the script. I like that. Studio can fuck it up later. We're calling it G.I. Joe Dust Off. <laughs> oh, okay. Now, I think we're finished with <laughs> with uh, our version of a Rambo movie. G.I. Joe movie. I said Rambo, didn't I? Yeah, you did. <laughs> fuck it. That's our version of a Rambo movie, too. <laughs> it's weird that it doesn't involve Rambo at all, but it can't be worse than the last one. <laughs> Fucking bullshit movie. Are you going to... No, you're not. Damn you. All right. Well, anyway. I like it. So. So I guess we're done? I guess. Well, we haven't really come up with the vehicles yet. Oh, the vehicle. Well, right, we can stretch this well, out another twenty minutes. Well, the thing with the vehicles is we don't we don't need a lot of vehicles. So because because most of the action is going to take place on Cobra Island, and that's so, fine. But I'm going to argue, it's a GI Joe. Yeah, we need a smattering of vehicles. No, no, I agree. So so we've got the Huey and the Cobra, of course. The so Huey's got to be souped up. The Huey's got to be souped up because it's going to be a Joe Huey. Yeah. Um, uh, you know the the snatch and grab could possibly. I would love to see those. Uh, I can't remember what the fuck they're called. The ones with the domes, and I can't remember what they're called. The pogo stick. The thing? pogo stick thing. I would love to see one of those. I think they're called battle pods, because uh, they're basically just a bell helicopter. So if you got a bell helicopter frame with that that canopy uh-huh. uh, and everything, and you, uh, uh, I'm fine with Cobra's okay. stuff being a little more sci-fi than the Joe stuff. Yeah, but just, the Joe stuff needs to have the basis in military. Yeah, yeah. Just, just, just get a Bell helicopter, cut off the the tail and the tail rotor. Uh, you can even keep the landing gear. It'll be a little different, but you can keep it and then take off the rotors and put something on that you can okay. CGI the, the 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 jets and stuff coming okay. out of. Um, I uh, you use that for part of the snatch and grab. Okay. You know, and then uh, uh, whenever they get to Cobra Island, we can see just rows of hiss tanks. Stuff. They don't actually need to be in operation. You might be able to fire one up, you know, in the escape when they're when they're trying to dust off from the hot LZ. Uh, <laughs> you know. Uh, but yeah, I, uh, uh, I I don't think you need a lot of vehicles in this. I think if we get the battle pod at the beginning, 
if we see the hisses and things on Cobra Island and we get the suit Don't up, show yeah. me a hiss tank and then not have it in action. Okay. But like I said, what was Chekhov's hiss tank. The, Don't, if you the, introduce the hiss tank. The, 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 uh, the, the running fight out of the complex back to the LZ to, 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 to exfil, that's when we see his tank start to fire up and pull out. We will only see one in combat, though. Okay. In fact, Roadblock could yeah, they, yes. yeah, Roadblock could come out of nowhere and fuck yes. that tank up from the flank. Yes. You know, that would be an awesome scene. Like, literally, the, 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 the tank pulls out, and the Joes are like, shit. You know, they're pinned down from this tank, and they're like, what the fuck are we going to do? That's when Roadblock shows up like on an overwatch position to the flank and just, just, just starts ripping through that canopy, that, that, that cockpit. And that's something that I want, but we won't get, because we're going for PG-13, is I would really love to see some uh, R-rated Full Metal Jacket-style blood and shit in this. Fine, but it's G.I. Joe. You've got to have at least one of the pogo things get shot down and then see the pilot parachute out. Yeah. Because it's G.I. Joe. I'm fine with it keeping a PG-13. We won't get that level, but yeah. Yeah, that would be awesome. Now, you want your uh, R-rated G.I. Joe movie to go watch the first out in front of Oh, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. the rescue the diplomat mission. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that, uh, uh, yeah, so that, those, I mean, the his tank, the pod, the battle pod, the, the other thing, and, and you know what I want from the, for the, for the, for the kicker? Okay. Actually, here's what I want for the overall arc. So let's, let's, let's envision this as a trilogy. Okay. 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 It's dangerous. Now I'm, I'm not, I'm not saying we should go through and, and, and plot out all the, the other two movies yet but we have to have a, a, a large scale plot that we're building toward right? So this is the, the start. This is Cobra declaring itself to the world. This is G.I. Joe being set up to counter it and then the end of the first film is the, the realization that we have foiled this plot but we've only ended up making Cobra stronger because now the Winklevoss twins and uh, 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 Destro are now officially undoubtedly with Cobra. Yeah. Uh, and they're still out there. And we stopped their plan, but Cobra's still out there. They'll attack again. Yeah. G.I. Joe becomes uh, an official, you know, black right. ops operation. It's not just... A, for this, the sake of the first movie, it's a task force put together. Yes. one. But at the end of the movie, it's okay, we're not disbanding you. We've got to keep this going. Yeah. So sorry to recruitment drive. Yes. So movie two is recruitment. We're filling out the, the we're adding more Joes with new specialties. Whatever plot Cobra has gets bigger to encompass the need for the more Joes. Yeah. And what I would love escalation. Teased, what I would love to your title, G.I. Joe Escalation is movie number two. Okay, yeah, G.I. Joe Escalation. I love that. And what I would love a tease for G.I. Joe Escal- Escalation, which is one of the things that they were trying to get money for in this movie was financing this operation, is the bats. The the, mm. the battle android troopers. I like it. Movie two, okay, okay. The bats are, are, are movie three. Because, because, no, we, we, I'm not saying we, we can have them in movie two, but they aren't, they aren't fully realized till movie three. Because for me, movie two is okay. We've got our butts kicked last time. We need to up our our forces. Yep. We go to we bring in Storm Shadow to properly train a new group of soldiers. Which is what forces Joe's to bring in Snake Eyes because you got to bring in Snake Eyes eventually. You do. Um, 
And so movie two is more of the, the ninja battle movie. And not that the whole movie should be a ninja battle, but... And, and you can even bring in that Storm Shadow is well, there because they want him to help program the bots, or the, the bats. I don't know about programming the bats. I, I like him training okay. their soldiers so they can more effectively more combat the Joes. I like that. Um, okay. I, 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 I kind of want to bring in Dr. Mindbender as oh, the, okay. the inventor of the bats. Okay. So he's the cyberneticist that, that, that develops the bats. So this movie, we don't see the bats fully in action, but the Joes should fight the prototype, and they uncover the plot to mass-produce them. Okay. That could be what they discover on uh, Cobra Island. No, no, that's what we discover at the end of the movie. Oh, okay. But the Joes don't discover... Yeah, that's our tease. The Joes don't discover the bats until Escalation. Gotcha. Okay, okay. I like it. So, yeah. Then movie three, you go full on with the, with the bats because now you've got robot bad guys and you can go crazy with the uh, the action at that point. Yeah, and and three has to escalate with, uh, and, and so for two, uh-huh. we've got a different mission profile, yep. so we're going to have different Joes. Yep. We're, we're, we're not going to have any of the Joes from the first one in the no, second no, one. No, I'm, no, we're not doing that. We're going to have to bring back every Joe, but I do not want to replace the entire cast for movie two. Well, I mean, so... Flint should still be mission commander. Okay. Because he's the field commander. Again, yeah, again, yeah. go with Suicide Squad as your, your template. Yeah. Where Rick Flagg is there all the time. Yep. And maybe Deadshot's there, but then for what the specific mission is. Yep. But uh, when it comes to, uh, 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 when it comes to, like, like I don't want Wild Bill back on that one because he's good for that dust off and everything. Okay. Uh, but for Escalation, you know, if we're going to have aerial support, I mean... I don't know if I would like to go full on Sky Striker versus uh, the fuck is the Cobra one Rattler? called? Rattler, yeah, the Cobra Rattler. That would be nice. Actually, the Rattler is your modified A10. Actually, oh okay. Uh, I forgot about that. It's not a Joe way. It's not uh-huh. the Joe one. It's the, the the thing. But I mean, yeah, if you had somebody like if you had if if it was set in the late '80s, so the first one's in the early '80s, the second one's mid or late '80s, somewhere along We're there. We're just gonna set it in 1980 something. Yeah, and then. So you can, you're, there's your cold open. So one of the things that Dr. Mindbender has been working on and is currently being tested is the Cobra Rattler, which is a modified A-10 Warthog. And an F-14 pilot engages it. For the second movie? Yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> that, that's your cold open. Okay. And because of his, because of his thing, he's, that's why he's recruited by the, the second for the second team. But wasn't Mindbender more of the science and Destro was more of the weapons? Yes. Actually, okay, we could go with, yeah, it's, it's a new it's a new thing from Destro. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. I'm good with that. Um, but, yeah. And then, so, we, so we've got Sky Strikers and um, and Cobra Rattlers and, a, and a dog, in an open Top Gun style dogfight. Yes. That, that's our open, is that dogfight. Uh, and you can have which is why Wild Bill's not there, because Wild Bill's a helicopter pilot. He's a helicopter not a pilot, pilot. not a fighter pilot. And uh, well, the, I'm trying to remember who the pilot of the Sky Striker was, because he had that space suit on. Yeah. I can't remember I his name. He was, a, he was a little generic, too, so we may have to go with a different pilot. But anyway, um, the pilot and his Rio. And then we can even have them bail out, because he's going to get shot down, because the Rattler is, you know, thing. Uh-huh. Um and we'd even have them bail out and their parachute get tangled in the strings because those parachutes never worked right in the Sky Striker. They do in our version. 
I'm fine with a parachute malfunction and getting shot out of the sky is not a death sentence. No, 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 no. It'll deploy somehow, but there'll be some kind of malfunction. One piece of technology, Cobra mastered his parachutes. But so so yeah so yeah we would have that and then you know the the. And basically, the Joes would be uh, going in. They're, they're investigating. You know, they're sending a team in to find out where this this plane came from. It's an investigation of where this plane is, what's going on, and trying to get more information on Cobra uh, and everything. And uh, uh, they're bringing the pilot because somebody has to fly it out. They're going to get one. Okay. That's when and during the mission. That's when they uh, that's when they uncover they, they they encounter the bat and they uncover the bat plot. Gotcha. And then at the end of it, we can say you know, join us next week, same bat time. No. Same bat no. channel. No. <laughs> no. And once again, every film has to end with a crappy PSA. With a with, with a with a crappy PSA. And then we give the teaser for the next one. I like this. I want to see these movies now. Hollywood, we're cheap. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so who do we need to send this podcast to? Hasbro. Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm just saying Hasbro. I'm giving you enough money lately between the Gia or uh, Ghostbuster figures and the fucking Nerf pulse rifle. I just sent you money for, even though I won't get it for over a year. I'm not saying you owe me Hasbro, but, you know, it's implied. It's implied. <laughs> All right, well, we are almost at our destination. We should probably hop off. Yeah, whatever it is, it can't be worse than Battleship. So, thanks for listening. Call us Hasbro, uh, and let us know what random shit you want to see in a G.I. Joe movie, and we'll make it work. This has been Riding Shotgun. Travo has a funny way of bringing people together. Are oh, you going to outrace the police car? You're going to outrace the police car. Jack, where are you? I'm in Boise, Idaho. Oh! Wait a minute, I'm in Anchorage, Alaska. I was somewhere between Toledo and Cleveland. Oh! Look, you've got five hours left. From the director of Beverly Hills Cop. What is your plan? You guys look like you do a lot of traveling. Yeah. Midnight Run.